This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful, human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room, from any room, with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. Welcome everyone to Studio de Jefre, where Jerry Jones just finished his interview on 105.3 The Fan, the home of the Cowboys, where you can hear me from 2 to 7 every day. Uh, he just finished it with Corey Majors and Mike Bassick, the KNC Masterpiece. And I'm here to sort you through everything you need to know, what he said, and what I believe it means. You're going to see some coaching changes on this football team. You are absolutely going to see some coaching changes on this football team. One of the quotes that jumped out to me was, we got the offensive line talent to get it going in the right direction because he's having to field questions about the offensive line not playing well enough, but he's making it clear that he believes the players that they have doing that are good enough, which is a reflection on the coaches. And he did like you, he didn't want to comment on Mike McCarthy's status. He didn't do it at all. But then later on, he did say, and I don't think this is about Mike McCarthy, but he said he's got a lot to think about regarding the coaches, and he said they'll have a different team coming back, and he said we won't be dealing with many of the same players, and to some extent, the coaches. So, you got 29 coaches. Um, Some of them won't be back. Some of them won't be back because they'll get a different job, probably, like Dan Quinn. But uh, offensive line coach? The one that I've been looking at sideways, I'm optimistic after hearing Jerry Jones that something will be done about how they're developing and how they're coaching the offensive line. Amari Cooper was a topic in there that he talked about a lot. And he said that early in the year, you know, Amari Cooper and that contract, well, I thought things were really good. And then talked about the rest of the year and then he started speaking in generalities and then he started going with a whole bunch of that defense ought to cover Cooper he ought to be able to catch it when they're going with him because that happens in the NFL and then he said most people don't have the numbers of the receivers we have so once again another position group that Jerry is telling you I believe the players we have are better than the production we got from them He's talking to a decent extent about the coaching staff. Now, I do think it's very possible that Amari Cooper won't be on this team going forward because they would rather have the money because I also think, um, how candid do you want to get here? I don't think Jerry loved the vaccination stuff with Cooper. Uh, I think that... um, there are people in the organization that don't love that he's banged up a decent amount of the times. There are things and factors with Amari Cooper, or as he would say, Cooper, 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 that uh, could affect whether he's going to be here or not. So uh, he refused to blame just the blocking. He said that's too simple. But Jerry stressed over and over that they had a team that he thought was good enough to win the Super Bowl, and they lost in the first round. And over and over again, the talent was there. The players were there. We were healthy. Jerry going to change some things on the coaching staff. Do I believe Mike McCarthy will be part of those changes? I do not, but I believe that you will have a decent amount of them. The shine is probably off of Kellen Moore a little bit. 
and they're going to do something about that offensive line. So that was Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan. Big vote of confidence for Dak Prescott, and he said, yes, of course, I think he can win the Super Bowl. And when he makes the pros and cons, he puts a big old plus next to Dak Prescott. So a vote of confidence there. Not a vote of confidence for the quarterback or for the coaches. Not a vote of confidence necessarily for Amari Cooper being on the team next year. But he real mad about penalties, and he seems very disappointed with the coaching staff in a variety of ways. Okay, mailbag stuff. Mailbag stuff. IMP Stew. He said, how realistic are we to get Linderbaum in the draft? You psychos in your draft stuff. You never know. Tyler Linderbaum is the center at Iowa, and he's an incredible prospect. I think he's outstanding. I think he's going to be one of the eight or ten best players in the draft, but he also plays center. Usually the first center comes off the board, give or take, in the late teens. Daniel Jeremiah's mock today had Linderbaum going to pick after the Cowboys pick. So maybe, and if he's available, I'll run up there and pick him right this second. At M Falcon A13, should we trade Trayvon Diggs? The INTs are nice, but they're not sustainable, and he got torched all year. Strike while the iron is hot? I would not. I would keep working with Trayvon Diggs and think, okay, a guy who can force that many turnovers, who has the physical skill set to be a good cover corner, we'll keep working at it. We'll hope that we get more consistent results on the non-interception plays, and you just keep going. Uh, Trayvon Diggs could be really, really good for you, so I'm not running away from that right now. But I do understand the question. I don't think it's as crazy as some people think it is. At Pip Bayless, if Dallas lets Randy Gregory walk, how much do you think Dallas would have to pay for someone like Hassan Reddick to pair with Micah Parsons? Well, at the moment, you have Tank Lawrence under contract, too. So, unless you're talking about playing Hassan Reddick as a regular linebacker, but I don't think you are, because you're asking about Gregory. Um... You have to pay a bunch. If you want a good pass rusher, you have to pay a bunch. If you let your own go, you got to pay somebody else's a bunch. They should probably just bring Randy Gregory back. By the way, his penalties, I was looking at this yesterday, his neutral zone infractions in that game were horse crap. Uh, Defensive linemen watch offensive linemen. This is what they're coached to do. They watch either their outside foot, the back foot, or the back leg or back knee. And Trent Williams false started on like 100 plays. Like he turns his ankle before the snap. And if you do that, that's a false start. But I guess it was minute enough it didn't get called. And so Randy Gregory looks like he just has no idea what he's doing. Uh, He was reacting to an offensive lineman moving. New OC from at boys are back. If so, who would you like to see? The name I threw out already is Mike McDaniel. I like San Francisco's offensive coordinator. I think he's fun. Um, But the problem is he's already an offensive coordinator, so I don't think you could do that. New offensive coordinator. I almost don't care. I don't care. I meant to research. Why do you make me research? I have to find a bunch of names. Um... But, yes, I wouldn't mind a new offensive coordinator at all. And based on listening to Jerry Jones today, I don't think he would hate having to find a new offensive coordinator either. At Brett Nunn, Mike McCarthy truly back next year? I believe so. Jerry didn't totally confirm it, but Stephen half confirmed it. Mike McCarthy seemed to half confirm it earlier in the week, but Jerry refused to go there. At JMW, LC to LG next year. I would move Lyle Collins to left guard, yes. If, if, it depends. 
everything. The answer to everything is depends. We make it. We pretend like opinions are much easier to make than that, but it depends. What does the draft look like? Do you pick a guard in the first round? If so, then no, Al Collins is going to play right tackle. Uh, if you pick a center in the first round and you still don't have a left guard, then I still would. Like if I have a hole at left guard that I need to fill, then yeah, I'm going to put Lyle Collins there and I'm going to consider that hole filled. And I'm going to think we're going to be in pretty good shape. If I fill it in a different way, then he stays at right tackle. But yes, if you had to play tomorrow, I would play Lyle Collins at left guard, Terrence Steele at right tackle. And that's the way we would play football. Uh, biggest need from at G-R-E-M Worldwide. In order, Cowboys' biggest need at this moment. You need a left guard. You need a wide receiver because Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup are free agents. You need a starting safety because right now Donovan Wilson is the only safety basically on your entire roster. Curse, free agent. Hooker, free agent. KZ, free agent. Your biggest needs are a starting safety, a starting left guard, and a wide receiver. But your wants also include defensive tackle, maybe an offensive tackle, could go tight end, linebacker, that's a want. Maybe that's close to a need. Linebacker's close to need. And um, corners and pass rushers are always good to have. Needs. Starting left guard, starting safety, wide receiver. Those are the Cowboys' biggest needs. So Jerry's mad. There's going to be some coaching staff changes. That's the way it goes, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great day. I'll see you on the radio at 2 to 7. Actually, I'm about to go record Trust the Tape. So if you are a NFL draft nerd, just Google up Trust the Tape. Brian Broaddus and I will be recording that bad boy today. Um, and you can find it all over wherever you get your podcast. You can find trust the tape there. So appreciate you guys who check that out as well. We'll be on from two to seven today on one Oh five, three, the fan, the home of the Cowboys, the Odyssey app. If you're out of the listening area. And of course you can leave in the comments, what you want to hear about, uh, on youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh. So remember you have no idea what anyone is going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.